Hey, love bunnies, it is your girl, Yvette B. Motivates, coming to you live and direct from Atlanta, Georgia, with Essie Fop Sundays. Now, this is not the original introduction to this episode. You know, it accidentally, the file got erased. Blame it on the edibles. But anyway... Um, this is not the original recording of it, but it is nonetheless just as special to me. Um, today's topic on SE5 Sundays will be living your best life. And I will have a good friend of mine, Percy Easley, come on as a guest. And he has quite an interesting story about how he is now living his best life. Um, and it's really, really interesting. So I ask you to stay tuned. I'm going to give you some tips on um, 10 ways to 10 things you can do to live your best life. I am also going to just talk to you about what it means to live your best life. So I invite you to kick back, relax, enjoy yourself, grab you something cold to drink, um, and enjoy the ride because it's SE Fop Sundays. And you know, when you're tuned in SE Fop Sundays, you're tuned into yourself. So stay tuned. Yes, love bunnies. We are talking about living your best life. And you know, it's so, you hear it so much right now. You hear Cardi B and Chance the Rapper have a song about living their best lives. You hear it coming out of people's mouths, going and coming right now. But, you know, a lot of times we put a phrase out there, but what does it really mean, right? So, you know me, I got to look it up in the dictionary because that's my thing. I got that from my parents, my mom. Anytime I asked her what anything meant, she's like, go get your dictionary and look it up so you can know. So, of course, I had to refer to Merriam-Webster about um, living the best life. And what I came up with from by definition is living a life that makes you feel fulfilled, happy, and healthy on all levels. This is the school textbook definition of what the best life is. Now, for me, if I personalize it, when I'm thinking of living my best life, I'm thinking of being more conscious, feeling alive, um, living on purpose, knowing my purpose, and always choosing the highest decision that keeps me in alignment with that purpose and you know especially since this is SEFOP Sundays and we know that SEFOP is an acronym for the eight dimensions of total wellness which are I'm, I will go through emotional spiritual social intellectual environmental financial occupational and physical wellness right so I think that's the path that we're on right now, right? With SD5 Sundays, because it's all about trying to create this balance between these eight dimensions of wellness in your life. And when you are doing that, you are in no doubt living your best life. The thing about it is, is it's a lifetime job. It's a lifetime job to figure out how to to find the best part of yourself, be the best part of yourself, 
and live the best part of yourself on a daily basis, right? So those are the types of things that we're going to be talking about. Um, and and when we're talking about SEFOP Sundays, you know, it's always at the forefront to keep total wellness and healing for the hip hop community um, as the in the forefront um, because we know that hip hop has been the most influential genre or invention in the past 100 years nothing has changed the world more than hip hop so when we are well within ourselves and when we're living when the hip hop generation when people who are affected by hip hop culture are living their best lives the world changes because the world emulates the hip hop culture that's what's so crazy so it's almost like it's our responsibility to do well and to be well because we carry the world on our shoulders so what is the best life for you what is it involved does it involve um that the house that you live in um does it involve your children having a certain kind of lifestyle does it involve you being able to provide certain things for yourself um for your family does it mean vacationing um three four times a year what does because each person's best life is something different and and what we help when we come across people when we love people when we marry people when we get involved and all of that we're hoping that we are interacting with people who have a commonality for what the best is you know what i mean and sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't Uh, ergo divorce and separations and splits but we try to find those who we have something in common with and work at creating this sharing this beautiful life together um and i think that that's super important um but but sharing is one thing and that's cool but it's so important also to realize that the responsibility for this this best life and this good life it's really all on you and even when we bring our children into the world right and we we want the best for them and we set them up for a life that we feel like is a great life even when we do that their lives don't belong to us their best life belongs to them their choices of who they're going to be and how they're going to be in the world belongs to them so as much as we may want the what's best for them ultimately they choose for them ultimately your husband or your wife or your significant other will choose for himself or herself and so the best thing to me And just from what I've been reading from researching this topic that a person can do is get your shit together, like get your act together and 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 be hopeful and prayerful and merciful that God will shine on you enough for you to be able to find someone that has a common ground with you that you can take the journey and take the ride with. Because when you're able to do that, that makes the best life even better. No. 
And so that's what we want to be on. We want to be on creating the best life. So today, it's not going to be all about me doing a whole bunch of talking and a whole bunch of, you know, pontificating over what my thoughts are. I'm going to give y'all 10 things that you can do to help you to live your best life. And then I want to bring on a very good friend of mine. His name is Percy Easley. And he is definitely living his best life. Now, for me, outside looking in, he's a very smart guy, very spiritual guy, all around nice guy, um, lives in Buckhead, lives in a high-rise apartment, and it's a beautiful scene. But here's the gag. Percy Easley is going to give up all of this luxury and um, good stuff, so to speak. Not that what he's going to do is not good because it's great, which is why we're having him on SC5 Sundays. But he's going to give up all these creature comforts. That's the word that I want to use. And he is going to live in a, a van conversion for the next year. So right now, he is getting rid of all the stuff that he owns, minimalizing everything down. He's becoming a minimalist, selling off everything. He is converting a van um, into his living quarters, and he will be traveling the United States and just living his best life. I mean, come on, what better person could I have on this show than this guy? Because when I'm looking at, like I said, when I'm looking at what I see, I feel like he's already on, it's already popping. But he's like, no, it's time to even go to a deeper level. And I feel like there is a a soul search or a, a truth that, that he is... Um, gonna find and I'm very interested to talk to him um, further and find out what he can tell us about who he is and why he made the decision to give up uh, high-rise living in Buckhead to minimalism in a van conversion and a sprinter so we'll be talking to him coming up but before we get into that I want to talk to you about, so we've talked about what the best life is, right? Your best life is whatever you decide you need to make yourself feel whole, complete, happy on an emotional, spiritual, social, intellectual, environmental, financial, occupational, and physical level. When you can find a balance and you can be fulfilled and happy on, and healthy on all of those levels... You are living your best life. Now, that's going to look different for each one of us, as I stated before, and that's cool. But you have to be committed to this lifestyle. So I'm going to give you 10 things that you can do to help you live your very best life. So if you want to experience a life that you feel compelled to live on your own terms, your best life, here we go with thing number one to do. One, understand that each day is a new start, right? 
every day that we wake up from our sleep, we make a decision of who we're going to be. We make a decision to wake up and live in those same victories and those same celebrations and those same good times with this same person. We make a decision to go that route or we make a decision to live in our failures or our, our worry or our anxiety about who we have not come, become yet. But it's a choice. Every time you wake up, it's an actual choice that you're making to either be in this present second, to be in a past second, or to be in a future second. So decide when you get up, set your intentions for the day. Understand this is a new start. Set your intentions and then knock that thing out as you go. And you will start to see things unveil in a different way when you intentionally living your life intentionally understanding that every day is a new start that you can intentionally do something different number two discover your truth your truth not somebody else's truth not your mama's truth not your daddy's truth not your minister's truth not your wife's truth your truth what has your life experience taught you right because however many years you've been living whether it's 21 years 41 years or 81 years you've experienced your truth and and your life as you know it so this is how you judge your journey. And the one thing that we know for sure is the only person that you really have control over their life is you. Your life is your responsibility. You'll never be able to please everyone. And you won't please everyone. Now, it's okay to emulate certain things that other people are doing. It's okay to be inspired by other people. It's okay to take um, tidbits from a person and use them, use their wisdom, use their information in your life. That's fine. But your life has to, it has a unique blueprint right that's for you to explore for yourself so don't be afraid to take the journey into what feels right for you when you do something in the pit of your stomach are you feeling that good feeling or are you feeling like dang I don't know I'm not sure you know what I mean and and not sure of what somebody else thinks but sure about what you think because you have to have the relationship with yourself discovering your truth and it's okay to discover what works for you one thing at a time one day at a time right number three I love this one because this is my invention it is called the complainers diet I have done a couple of different um, versions of it, a 21-day, a month-long complainer's diet, a week-long complainer's diet, a three-day complainer's diet. Partake in a complainer's diet. And what that does is you agree to not allow negativity 
and complaints and shortcomings to play the the record over and over again in your head of who did you wrong, what you did wrong, what's not right in the world, this food's too cold, this person's driving too slow. All of this negativity and frustration that gets into us and affects us on a daily basis, we have to take a little time to take a break from that. And when we do take a break from complaining, it really frees our headspace up for so much more stuff, for so many more blessings, right? It's like it takes just as much energy to complain as it does to figure out a solution. One, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody really, really, really cares like that. Maybe they'll hear your complaint one time, but they're over it after that first time, right? And then it leaves, when you're not complaining, you're leaving room for better thoughts and better actions in your life, right? And then the thing about it is it's it's not like there won't be things that arise that you have to take note of. That will, those things will inevitably happen and they will inevitably come. And it's okay to acknowledge, you know, whatever your thought is that, um, might vex your spirit but let the thought come and then get in the habit of replacing the negativity with something else that makes you feel alive and positive maybe it's music that you love or maybe it's a positive affirmation or talking to a person that you enjoy conversation with or doing an activity like running or walking or bowling or or doing something that makes you smile or talking to someone that makes you smile. So that's number three. And number four, do not wait for permission to do the things that make you feel alive. When you are living your best life, you cannot wait for somebody to tell you when to go. You don't need a green light on your life. It's yours. So... You're in charge of the go. You're in charge of the the permission to take life by the reins and live it. And go ahead with your bad self. Do that thing because you'll feel good about yourself when you even if you make a mistake and the mistakes will inevitably happen. At least you know that you're doing things, you're exploring yourself. You're getting to know yourself, your rights and your wrongs, and there's nothing wrong with that. Number five, embrace your now. Excuse that motorcycle sound you're hearing because I am outside on the balcony, honey, living my best life. But embrace your now. Try not to focus energy on things you can't change, especially for other people, right? At this second, are you dying? Are you hungry? Are you being hit in the face with a brick? Is something is the house on fire? Well, if none of those things are happening, you're okay in this very second, in this now moment of reality, as my mentor, my mama Adama always says, in this now moment of reality, you're okay. And anything that is that that you can't take action on at this second anything that you can't handle at this second it'll be okay in the second that you can handle it 
but focus on the things that you can take action on in this now moment of reality. That's so important. You can't change the past. You can't predict every moment of the future. You can't predict the future. All you have is this second and this second and this second. And in this second, I'm giving you all the best that I have of SE5 Sundays and I'm good right now. Never mind that I got bills due. Never mind that my insurance needs to get paid. Never mind that in this now moment, I'm giving you the best that I got. And it makes me feel good to be able to do that. So just don't get too far ahead of yourself or too far behind yourself when you're good. Number six, visualize what you want instead of trying to figure out exactly how to get it. Visualization. To live your best life, you have to see it before you can get to it. And people always say, I believe it when I see it. But you will see it when you believe it. I heard somebody say that, but this shit was catchy to me. I was like, yes, you will see it when you believe it. When you believe you deserve the best, when you believe that you, you should be on that vacation, when you believe that you can pay off that college debt, when you believe that you deserve the millions in your bank account, and when you go about your daily dues, when you are in your best life and you are taking those steps and you are visualizing and you meditating and you're getting all of your ducks in a row, you don't know every turn and every step of the way that it's going to take to get you where you need to be. But trust and believe. God and the universe is merciful and God will will direct your footsteps but you got to see it because your your mental eye controls your physical plane what you see in your mental eye is the start of the reality of your physical world you think it you see it then you create it and creation is your god power and so visualization is a is a huge part of that creation and a lot of times when you have big dreams you know it's it can be very overwhelming right it's very overwhelming sometimes when you when you know you want to get somewhere and it's a it's a huge big thing and you're not quite sure but in the teachings that I've been just listening to lately, I keep hearing bite off a little bit. Make the reality a small reality at first. You don't have to try to go for the whole gusto. You, you, you want to work your way into financial stability and you might not know how. But at this second, it's okay that you're learning the things that you need to know. You're reading the books that you need to read that are that are making you more aware of how to be in control of your finances. And you are creating a budget. Like, take the small steps. You ain't got to be to the million, but you're taking the small steps that lead you to the end of the journey. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one step at a time that leads you to the journey. So bite off a little bit of the goal. You don't have to bite off the whole goal right now. And that's okay. Right? Which leads me to our next set goals. Set goals. That's what's important. That's number seven. Set goals on your way to your best life. 
and landmarks. And I need to make um, $3,000 this week. It's seven days in this week. So the 3000 divided by seven, and I break that down into 400 and X amount of dollars a day. And I know that that's what I need to do in order to get to this money. And then how am I going to go about doing that? Okay, let me, this is the effort that I have to do to get to blah, 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 blah. You bite it off in sections and then you develop it. I want to lose 40 pounds. First of all, let me drink this gallon of water every day. (laughs) Because I'm about to pee off this first pound. You get what I'm saying? And then I'm going to eat a salad today instead of eating a burger. And I'm going to, you know, it's the small changes. It's the goals you set. Okay, today I'm going to have one big meal and two salads. I'm going to have a smoothie, a salad, and a get-down meal for lunch. You get what I'm saying? But you're setting because ultimately you want to lose that weight. But it's the small steps that you take. You're making them landmarks, right? I, I I know that by this time I have to be finished with this and then I can get to the next step. So that brings us to the next point, which is point eight. When you have goals, do not procrastinate. Um, I was reading an article in Psychology Today um, that says that A vortex of anxiety and stress um, about how to move forward is what causes people to procrastinate. So you are a vortex. I just picture this big old cyclone moving around my whole body. And this cyclone is of anxiety and stress and unsurety and worry and doubt and fear and all of this stuff is 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 buzzing around me and it and and not knowing the unknown sometimes it'll just make you paralyzed and you could get paralyzed with like fear and then you don't even realize like if you're a procrastinator like me because I am, I have in the past, I am, I'm not going to claim procrastination for 2018, but in the past, I definitely, if, especially if I'm not sure of what the outcome is going to be, I have definitely waited to the last second and waited and taken my time on something because I just wasn't sure of what the outcome was going to be. But being more scared of staying the same than change, I end up doing what I need to do anyway. So, ladies and gentlemen, I said that to say, just leave procrastination behind. Jump in with two feet, do what you got to do, kick its ass and get on. And then whatever is going to be the roadblock, at least you'll know early. You won't work yourself up for something that might be less than what you've worked yourself up for. Just, Just do it. Nike, put that swooping shit together for a reason. Just do it. It's it's not as bad as you think. We the the time when you procrastinate that you spend building up the backstory, it's worse than actually getting out there and handling the business. Number eight. Commit to your growth. Be committed to your growth in your best life. When you are committed to your growth, your life becomes exponentially better. Scientists say that the more enlightened we become, the more rich our life experience is. 
In other words, the more we strive toward understanding our God power, creativity, and ability to love, the more beautifully experiential our lives are. Ain't that something? Just commit to growing. That Just commit to learning something. Just commit to keeping your eyes open. Just commit to keeping your spirit open and free and not so bogged down with the world and shut off and you know maybe you've been jerked around by some people and all of that and so now you're shutting yourself off from the blessings just know that you deserve to grow and to have a beautiful life and be committed to that and I want to say this is number nine but I think it's number ten I don't know we're gonna say this is our last one Last one is work on discovering your life's purpose. And in working on discovering your life's purpose, your reason for being, your reason for coming to this earth on this planet in this time-space reality, work on discovering what you can do to add your little stank and your mojo into the pot of the world that makes it a better place. And then live, the more you discover, the closer you become to it. Just live as closely in alignment with that purpose in every minute of your life as you can. Like, when you when you know that your purpose is to uh, uh, be the horse whisperer and to go out into the world and to heal the, all of the horses and the ponies and all of that and make sure that they have beautiful manes and their legs are proper and they're getting the proper food and all. When you know that's your purpose and you just stay, you, you might not even have you don't even know why that's your purpose but you go get a job at the racetrack and the next thing you know everything just starts to kind of flow into this vortex of wow I didn't even know this could happen wow I didn't even think this is possible like put yourself in alignment put yourself in the place where what you want to happen happens get close to what you want even if you don't know how to get in yet Get close to it because it'll get on you. And then next thing you know, it'll get in you. And the next thing you know, you'll be doing it. So if it feels good in your soul and you can smile and have peace, life can be better than you ever expected it to be. And those are my 10 things that you can do to live your best life ever. So as promised, I have Percy Easley here of Easley Living, and I talked briefly about him. He is going from living in a high-rise apartment in Buckhead, living a what looks like a pretty damn good life to me, um, and he is going to be living a life of minimalism. And selling off all his worldly goods and converting a van into a living space and driving across the country for a year. 
And so I felt like because this is an episode about living your best life, I had to get the story on this because this seems like some kind of best life move type business. So I want to introduce you all to Percy Easley of Easley Living and welcome to SE Fop Sundays, Mr. Easley. Hello, how you doing? Thanks for inviting me out. You are very welcome. Um, so I just want to dig right into this. So tell me about what life looks like for you now and what made you decide that you wanted to let go of all of this stuff and go into van life. I guess life for me right now, it's life itself. I'm just living life. I don't know if you want to categorize it as good or bad, but... Uh, I have no complaints about life currently, but uh, just going forward was just looking for some more simplicity in my life, and so I thought uh, minimizing my lifestyle and then actually going out and seeing the world would maybe enhance that happiness. Nice. So, now when I think about people living in a van, Mm -hmm. it's very kidnappy and very... uh, 70s vans, brown chick, brown cow. That's no. my thought process about van living. So there's, I know I'm not the only person. There's different levels of van life. You have where people are living in vans because that's all they can do. That's all they can afford. Yes. And then you have people all the way up who have these high-end RVs and, uh, and uh, buses that live in very lavish. So you look at it as just maybe like living in an area. You got some people that are homeless and then you have some people that are in a home. Except with van life, you have certain, I don't want to say classes, but certain levels or whatever, however you want to put it, of people living in an automobile. The only exception is you get to take your home anywhere you go. And so what level would you say that you're going to be on? Not the kidnap van level, I guess. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> plan to have a kidnap van. I look at my life now where I have the basic necessities and hard needs in my home, which is a, a bed, a bathroom, a kitchen, a place for recreation, mm-hmm. a workstation, and I plan to have all of those things in this van. It's just, it'll be a lot less so I feel like this is, uh, you're being a little modest right now. Modest how? But I'm just saying, I'm going okay. to say this. You're being a little modest right now because what do you do for a living? I am, I guess, a computer programmer. Mm-hmm. Usually it's called a B, BI consultant, but I just like to say computer programmer. Okay, so BI consultant it, yes. or computer programmer. Right. And so you, um, you have... You live in a high-rise. Correct. You, um, and not on like the third floor of the high-rise, but up in the high-rise. 17th floor. Yeah, you live on the 17th floor. You have all of the creature comforts that you want. Do you want for anything in your home? No. You don't want for anything? No, I got all the basics. You're saying basics, but... So if you got a vacuum cleaner, like you might have a Eureka. What kind of vacuum cleaner do you have? I think I got a little Eureka or Sharp in there. Uh-huh. It's, it's, you know, the one I got from Walmart. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Easley. Anyways, 
What I'm trying to say is that some people would look at your life and be like, okay, this is it. This is good. I, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy with this. Okay. And I've made it. Okay. Right? But because I, you I, have a career. I got a career. I guess my thing, and to that point, is have you really made it? You can have a whole lot of stuff, but all that stuff, you can still have a void in your life, and it won't right. make you happy. And so that is where we want to get to because okay. this is about living your best life. Okay. So when I say you have these creature comforts, it's not like whatever you're going to be in is not going to be a creature comfort. But what I want people to understand is it's not like you down in, in out in Beverly Hills and now you're about to just go get in a van. What I'm trying to convey is that mm -hmm. you can pick the kind of life that you want to live. Correct. Right? You travel yeah. regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you have children. Yes. You don't want for anything. Mm -hmm. And yet, you've decided that you're going to break all of that stuff down and simplify it mm -hmm. and take your home on the road with you. And so, I want to know, and I feel like the people want to know, mm -hmm. why? Why? So, tell us why. Mm -hmm. You decided to do this lifestyle change. I guess, or well, I know, basically that uh, I turned 50 this year. And looking back at my life and looking at it currently, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a void, but it's like, what else is out there? I've gotten all of my stuff that I can say that people may want or desire. But in the end, you'll realize it's just stuff. And then you have this turning point to you. It's like, there's got to be more. And so for me and the members of my body, I decided to minimize my life. And that is probably like a month ago is to stop and say, hey, I'm not buying nothing else for this place. I'm going to start selling stuff. And then it got to a point where it's like, well, hey, I looked at uh, some version of tiny homes or van life, and it dropped into my spirit to actually do it. And then I shared it with a friend, and she was like, hey, she had shared her experience in doing it. And so from there, it just started growing from there, and I started just seriously looking into it. And I watched the Netflix uh, documentary called Minimalism, and that slowly influenced me. And so I'm at a point in time in my life to say, well, hey, let's make a change. And so that's what I'm doing. That's pretty doggone awesome. So would you say, so a couple of things. One, is this a reflection of any part of your childhood? Did you do a lot of like car traveling? Did you like, how, like, is anything from your past? I've always been adventurous. Yeah. Even like, you know, as a kid, we would travel as far as Chicago and back. But uh, probably one of the biggest for my grandmother. Uh, she used to bring home all of these National Geographic and Reader Digest magazines. And I would go through them thinking like, hey, I would like to see this. I would like to see that. And then going to our bookshelf, she had all of these giant encyclopedias. I guess a lot of people, I don't know if people know, still know what psychopedia Right, <laughs> right. Is that even a thing anymore? Do they do those? Do they do encyclopedias nah, anymore? 
No. That's sad. I used and to do all my book yeah, reports. Yeah, looking through those with all yeah, the pictures right. and everything. And it's like always been in me to be adventurous and to travel. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at it at this point in time. It's like, what better time than now than to just get out and see the world and see this country? Mm -hmm. I like that. You said, what better time than now? So one of the... So I gave 10 things that you can do to live your best life, right? Mm -hmm. And um, one of them was embrace your now. Yeah. How does van life, how is it going to change your now? Like how, what, what do you foresee as the changes to your? I guess as far as living in the present, mm -hmm. it's almost as like where I am is where I'm at. It's like, I don't, you know, for me, van life, you're not chasing anything. It's like wherever you are, that's where you are at that moment in time. And so for me, I have to realize, it's like, no, I don't have to speed down the highway anymore. I could take my time, stop at some place, you know, see something I've never seen before overlooked. Because you were like on your way somewhere I was somewhere on else. my way somewhere. And I may be on my way somewhere in his van, but there's no rush. And if you see something that you want to stop off and check out, I can stop and you check can it stop out. Stop and check it out. And look at it, take it all in. Decide if I want to drive some more. I may see another road. I want to travel down. I just travel down and explore and see where it leads me. Yeah. And see, to me, that's the beauty part of it all. It's like you could go anywhere, and you could just stop, look around, and you look. If you're on the drivers, just looking back at your van, and that's where you are. That's home. Yeah. That's home for the day or for the moment. So I feel like, one, people are not looking at you, but you are a black man, 49, about to be 50 years old. Mm -hmm. the, how? What is the general demographic or ethnicity of people that you see doing this because I, I really don't see black people just doing no. this on the level that that you're going to be doing it on. Yeah, usually if you go into watch like YouTube or whatever usually like uh, white couples or white male are usually the typical uh, the majority that you would see. Mm -hmm. You'll see some people of color mm -hmm. on there uh, more, which I was surprised, more females than black males yeah. on there. And it's probably people out there, they just don't wish to share their experiences on any type of social media, which mm -hmm. I can respect that. Yeah. But I've seen like uh, maybe special guests on some where you would see maybe a black man. I think it was another black gentleman out there. He was going to do it, but he didn't with the RV situation he was explaining on his YouTube channel. But uh, I'm actually going to do this, and I want to actually... You know, it's not only people of color, but just people of my age, gender. It's like, hey, you can still be active and go out and uh, and see this great country. Mm -hmm. uh, along the way, I share some of my experiences. Uh, I uh, share health tips, uh, whatever, you know, from my standpoint. I'll be kind of like wide open to share. And it's like something new to me because I'm a very private person. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times... Uh, I've shot some video or camera work, but I've always been behind the scene. And this is the first time to where I'm actually exposing and sharing some of that. Yeah. And so that will be 
probably the biggest challenge for me. It's like right now sitting here talking to you uh, is something that I really, it's new to me. Ah, got an exclusive. <laughs> what, 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 what? Yes. Yeah, so. Even like, you know, when, you know, we talked earlier and you were showing me some tips as far as with the YouTube and Instagram and all of that. You know, I had a, a way about myself as far as putting this camera on me and talking. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's all a, a, a it's helped me grow as a person yeah. to actually so sit in front of a camera yeah. and talk about myself yeah. and what I'm doing and telling a story. Yeah. So that's funny that you said about the growing part because I want to go back to these 10 things that you can do mm-hmm. to live your best life. And one of them was commit to your growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is why it was important for me to have you on on the show because I want to show the 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 listeners to Essie Fop Sundays that everybody's definition of their best life is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's and all so subjective. it's, it's all, all right. So that's why I wanted to set it up with the okay. It's not like you out here living in a trash can and you like right. a van is an upgrade. This uh-huh. is a life choice that you said. Okay, listen, th- how I'm living is fine, but there's something deeper and there's something more. Yeah. And the fact that you're willing to grow and go into the unknown territory, I think that's very big, and I want to congratulate you uh, on that. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because I felt like the past two years I've kind of. I want to say being in isolation and just spent to myself. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's a point in time to where I'm ready to share, uh, I guess, my life experiences or anything that may come up while I'm on the road that mm-hmm. I'll be sharing. And so that's probably the biggest, outside of the, the van, that's going to be the biggest fear that I'm stepping up to. Yeah. So, you're getting the van worked on right now, am I right? Yeah, I got the van last week. Uh, I'll probably have to start sharing some of that. It was something wrong with the Cadillac converter in it. So, they're going to do a diagnostic tomorrow. And then I realized there's a big dent on top of the Ooh. van that I overlooked. And so, I definitely have to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. And so, that's one thing I realized yesterday that I would probably share with people to really, because I bought it online on an auction instead of actually physically looking at it. And so, you know, I can't blame anyone but myself. And so I'll move forward with that. That's just part of the trials and tribulations of of this, this journey. Right. So tell me about what does your um, van like? It, once you, once it's done in your mind, what mm-hmm. will it look like? What will be in your van? Uh, well, I started with like I had to come out with a floor plan and some layouts for the plumbing and the power, and I wrote down a list of things that I need. And that's of course a bed. I wanted a shower and a toilet. I wanted a nice kitchen, and I need a workstation. And then also maybe multiple areas to sleep because I would have my kids come on the road or friends want to come. I want to be able to have a place for them to sleep as well. And so I try to mirror it it as if I'm just downsizing my current place but still have enough accommodations to where I could accommodate someone and feel comfortable myself. 
Mm. So about in, inside the van, how about how big is it? Uh, I want, I could give you the dimensions. It's, it's a Mercedes Sprinter van, and it's like 170 feet. I think it's about 65, and so it's fairly. So it's bigger than I thought in my mind. Cause yeah, I, it's not like one of those little Chevy vans you grew right, up with, right, with right. all the little stuff. It's a right. lot bigger. You can stand up in it. Yeah. It's a tall, it has a very high ceiling. Mm -hmm. And so it has enough room that I would have, you know, I could accommodate and put all of that in there. Yeah. And so you. it's, yeah. And so when, you know, it's just a picture how you think of a van. And so usually like FedEx usually drive over. If you ever see the FedEx yeah. trucks in, a, in the uh, Mercedes Sprinter vans or Dodge Sprinter vans. So I know you're turning 50, but are you going to, like, roll up to the club in this? Or, like, what's going to happen when you... <laughs> tell me uh, tell me about hey, going, tell it, me about going out and picking up ladies in this Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Space. If I roll up into the club, if I go to the club, I have to put it in VIP. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Put that alarm on, because you're like, that is my whole full right. house right there. I'm going to need y'all to bag back from my house right but um i guess as far as dating yeah i focus on it but i haven't but i was like it's gonna come up it'll, it'll come and so i was like if it happens it happens if it don't it don't well thank god it's not a little thank god it's a a, a nice van yeah like, I, I guess if someone was to come into my life yeah. i guess that'll be a true test <laughs> <laughs> And y'all not supposed to have hella space to get away from each other. Like, if you up in that bed, right. you're going to have to really yeah. like her and she's going to have to like really, you. Yeah, because you got to think on, like, rainy days yeah. or something. If you're snowed in, it's like, you know, how far can you go? Exactly. You know, stop me at Starbucks and I'm going to go in there and chill for a minute yeah, or whatever. I got to get away from your ass for a yeah. minute. Let yeah. me out. <laughs> and so, that may come, come about. And so you'll well, be able I to see. I hope so. I hope so. Because listen, I'm going to be watching every episode on YouTube. Oh, uh -huh. by the way, I want you to let people know how they can, um, like, what what um, social media will you be sh sharing your journey on? And, like, how will you share this journey? Well, basically on all of them, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. But uh, I'll do more, like, live things on, like, Facebook and Twitter. But you have to probably go, if you want to get more in-depth, is to go to YouTube. Mm -hmm. And so YouTube, you would see me minimizing mm -hmm. my space. You mm -hmm. actually get to see my apartment. And then you actually see me go through the process of selling stuff off or donating and uh, just giving stuff away. And then you'll also be able to see the van in its current condition mm -hmm. until like uh, maybe two or three months later. After the full conversion is complete, and then you'll see the full converted van, and then you would see me from that point mm -hmm. while I hit the road. Yeah. What do you think your first stop is going to be? I was going to stop in Nashville, Tennessee, and Chicago to allow my kids to, you know, chill in it, get comfortable with the idea, mm -hmm. give them some incentives, uh, especially my sons. I want to... Uh, I want them to learn how to swim. Mm -hmm. And so the incentive is if you learn how to swim, then next year we're going to take this big adventure throughout Mexico, the U.S., mm -hmm. and Canada. Mm -hmm. And then after I visit Chicago, I uh, was proposing to go down Route 66, mm -hmm. and I want to go to Burning Man mm -hmm. in Reno, Nevada, outside of Reno, Nevada. Yeah. And so that'll be my first destination, and it'll probably be my first true test 
of this van and the systems that are within this van. And so are you, now I've talked to you really briefly. Mm-hmm. Are you going to like have it um, with like um, solar power? and? It'll be all- solar power. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I'm working on that'll probably be unique from other vans that some vans have it is I'm want to put some wind turbines on it. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be kind of unique. Uh, and also I want to, it doesn't, have, it has AC in the cockpit of the, or the but not in the back. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing. That I'm gonna do like a AC hack, and so that'll be kind of unique. So AC hack, tell me about this. What is hack? Well, How? basically, you know, usually on the vans, on those vans of those sizes, you have a AC unit or an RV on top of the van. Yeah. Which I don't want. I'm trying to preserve space on top of the van for the solar panels. Mm-hmm. And so, I got an idea of hacking an AC system. But you're gonna have to watch one of the videos yeah. to see all of that. <laughs> all right, so we talked about what you're gonna have inside mm-hmm. of your um, van conversion, okay. and it's what is it? What what have you? What are you gonna call this van? Right now, I give her the name of Monstrosity. Monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, where did you come up with that? I don't. I was watching Black Panther. I was trying to come up with some type of theme mm-hmm. or something, and of course, I didn't want to bite into the names off of Black Panther. But for some reason, monstrosity, I think, would uh, suit this rig. So, are you gonna custom paint her? It's gonna be a wrap. Oh, you gonna wrap? Yeah, her. it's gonna be that uh, plastic that they use uh-huh. to wrap it, and so. I'm trying to decide on the colors right now. Yeah. And so that's been my biggest thing. So I'm going to go with like a smoke gray or camo green. It's going to say easily living on it and all I of that or not. I may put like some little stuff on the back yeah. to see it, but it's not, I'm not going to blast it on the sides or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it ain't going to be looking like a rap show. No, it's not going to look anything like a that. A band rap. Right. And so kind of... It'll be stealthy, but it won't be a stealthy yeah. vehicle because I think once you see it, you probably would know, like, something's up with this van. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in living your best life, mm-hmm. what do you think that people will think about you for making this choice? Mm, some, uh, well, from all the feedback that I currently got that I've shared, it's been positive. Or people saying, hey, I wish I could do this. And so, therefore, I'm hoping that from that it'll probably, to me, it's like positive. But I'm pretty sure there'll be some people that will say, like, hey, you're really not a minimalist or you're really not living a true van life. But to me, all of those things are truly subjective to what you consider minimalism is or what you consider van life is. What do you think your kids will think? Oh, they'll love it. You think your kids will love yeah, it? My How, sons old will love it. How old are your kids? How old are your kids? My daughters are 17. Twins. Uh, twins. Mm-hmm. And then my sons are 14 and 11. Yeah. And so I think, you know, my sons will probably get a big kick out of it, especially knowing that they get to travel for a whole summer in it. Mm-hmm. But I might be surprised. My daughters may be down like, hey, let's go, Dad. Let's do this. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. The only thing with the girls is like, you know, they like to take two showers a day and they want their little amenities. Mm-hmm. And so that to me, from my standpoint, knowing them could be a little of a challenge, but, you know, they may embrace it. 
They embrace the Navy showers and <laughs> all of that shit you gotta take. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, what would you say to someone who has the thought of stepping out on faith and doing something that they never really, that they've only dreamed about? I would say do it. It's like, like go with that first mindset. And don't overanalyze it. I think if you don't share with a lot of people, especially if they're going to be negative about it, or, you know, if they're playing devil advocate, don't listen to none of that. Go out and go with that first intuition, that first thought. So with you, is that what you did? Mm-hmm. So did you, do you pray? Do you meditate? Do I meditate. You, so did you meditate on this? or? Yeah, I thought about it. I didn't like overanalyze it. Mm-hmm. I always look at like how can I do it and not how I can't. Yeah. And then, you know, knowing that there'll be like obstacles or hiccups, but knowing like, hey, I could do this. I'm going to do it. And, you know, my thing is dig your ditches, you know, and go forward and do it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, is there anything? that um you want to add about your um future van life experience is there anything that you want to add about your current lifestyle experience that you feel like the people on se5 sundays need to know se5 where we talk about all things total wellness and Mm -hmm. healing for the hip-hop community and those who are affected by hip-hop culture what would you say to us watch Watch and see, I guess, uh, my growth, my journey, and I hope that it would actually influence you to follow your journey, whatever it may be, or whatever that you think that you want to do. My thing is, like, go out and follow that dream. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. No problem. I love this. This is a good interview. So, Percy Easley, please tell us again where we can follow your journey with Easley Living and Van Life and Minimalism. You can follow me at EasleyLiving.com. That's Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, Living.com. You can follow Easley Living on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, and then it's Easley Living underscore on Instagram. You can follow me on all of those places. But uh, to get more in-depth, you can definitely follow me on the uh, easyliving.com, especially on YouTube, where I'll be sharing all the videos. Uh, uh, come out and support. I create a Patreon account as well if you want to, like, actually support. Uh, it's like one thing I plan to do. I want to do, like, a Pan American trip. Mm-hmm. And that's going from all the way from Texas all the way down to Central America and to mm-hmm. Panama. Nice. And so uh, I ask you to come out and share. If you see me, you know, speak. I'll always greet you with love and see you guys there. So speaking of this, before I close up. Do you you have sponsors for this, or do like if we want to support you, you have a way, a means for us to support you. You have a, a, a GoFundMe, yeah, a, an I was, account. Yeah, or? I was gonna put up the Patreon account. Yeah. I'll probably put up like a Go Start Me account. Yeah. I'll probably I'm still in the works and putting okay. up everything, but okay. definitely in the future I would have those things, and those things not only 
to help me, but like the one thing I want to do is like while I'm on the road, if I can lend a helping hand to someone, mm-hmm. I want to be able to do that as well. Yeah. You know. So you not only are helping yourself through this process, but you also want to help others and show others kindness and support and yeah. love and spread love mm-hmm. through this journey. Yeah, that's like one thing. It's like any right, random act of kindnesses I can show along the way, I want to be able to, I you know, won't be able to, but I will do that. Yeah. And so that's one thing I want to show is like, hey, we could be nice to people. We could help people. We could speak to people. Yeah. You know, we could just live our lives whatever, wherever you wherever you are in life. It doesn't matter. You yeah. know, just still, you're a person. You're breathing, and to honor that and to recognize that. Well, Mr. Easley, I think that is a perfect way to end the show. I thank you so much for entertaining us on SE5 Sundays. We will be looking for you on YouTube and at your website, easilyliving.com. We support you. We're going to put some money on your books while you're on this journey. And we just bless you and and send you with love. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you and thank all your followers. Ah, thank you so much. More information about Percy Easley and Van Life, you can go to easilyliving.com to keep in touch with Yvette B. Motivates um, and SE5 Sundays. Of course, you can see me here um, on anchorfm.com. You can also catch me on Radio Public. Follow me there because Mama got to get her coinage up. Follow me on Radio Public. Um, I am on iTunes, Google Play. Um, Instagram at Yvette B Motivates and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Remember that when you are tuned into SE5 Sundays you are tuned into yourself and we love you and we wish you well. We'll see you next time. Peace.